Good morning, church congregation. Happy Sunday, March 3rd. This is our first church service in the month of March. I hope all of you are having a great Sunday today, and thank you for joining us here at Brighter Side Church. We are on the brighter side because we are on God's side. We worship the Lord every day, not just on Sunday. Again, happy March 3rd. March is here. I am ready for some warmer weather, definitely. I want to be outside planting and enjoying the warmer weather. Uh, I was praying last night that I would wake up this morning and feel better and I would be able to do our church session. Um, I have been down under the weather with the flu since Wednesday. I'll kind of quickly go over how I felt over all of that. Um, basically Wednesday, I just picked up a headache and, you know, being depressed with so many other things going on in this world. And we're going to talk about that today. I have a little testimony to tell you guys, along with a testimony of someone else that I'd like to share. Um, and, uh, you know, but Wednesday I felt under the weather. I got a headache. I thought it was just a regular headache. I usually get headaches, you know, after long days of studying, doing classes, doing work, stuff like that, I get a headache and I just need to go for a nap. So I went for my nap, but I woke up and it was pretty much okay. It was better. But then throughout the night, I just got a, you know, I woke up Thursday morning and I was just brought on with a high pressure headache and it was just total total craziness. My head felt like it was so heavy and just had so much pressure in it. Um, and I, it was, it was terrible. So Thursday I was basically bed bound all day. Um, and then throughout Thursday night, I had a terrible night Thursday night. Then Friday I woke up, I felt, um, a little bit better, um, a good bit better, but I still had that headache that kind of stuck around. Then by Friday night, it was pretty much gone. Then throughout Friday night and pretty much, I would say, most of the day yesterday on Saturday, um, it was still really, really terrible. And then last night, my headache kind of faded away. And now this morning, it's barely here at all. Um, and now I woke up this morning with neck pain, but this neck pain's not too bad, so... <laughs> It's some kind of flu. It's going around. I've been hearing people left and right, you know, in different class sessions and teachers, students and different things. And of course, you know, other places as well. I've been hearing you know, people are getting sick, you know, with the flu. It's going around. It's just that type of year, which is one of the reasons why I don't like winter. I don't like winter. I think it's too cold. It's it's too indoors. I'm ready to be outside. I'm ready for the 70, 80, even 90 degree weather, bright hot sun, baking on your shoulders, enjoying a nice southern sweet tea outside. I'm ready for that this summer. So with that being so this morning, Welcome again to our church service for Sunday, March 3rd. Like I previously mentioned, I will be sharing my own personal testimony, um, which is a testimony of me and my grandfather, just to, just to show how good God really is. And then I'm going to share a testimony from, I believe her name is Christy Jesse, um, and her video was the one that I got, and then... Um, I'm going to talk more about that here in a little bit, but let's go ahead and get our verse of the day today, and then I'm going to share our daily devotional. 
Our verse of the day today is, you are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Worldly. Are you not acting like mere humans? 1 Corinthians 3 verse 3. So the Corinthians boasted in their wisdom, giftedness, and tolerance, yet the wisdom, gifted, and tolerance were worldly and not holy. No matter how gifted a church, how full of earthly wisdom its leaders may have, or how tolerant they are to other opinions, if the people of that church are caught up in pretty arguments, cle- sorry, I'm reading this off website right now, which is versetheday.com. You guys know I've been using that for years, and I don't know what this word is. Clickishness and ugly quarrels. They, <laughs> they. <coughs> I apologize. I have a cough too. Um, they are immature and worldly, rather than being a place where Christ is known and shown. Their meetings are no more than just a gathering of mere humans. We are recreated in Christ to be more. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2 verse 10. Let's live up to what God has made us to be and not be worldly and mere humans. And we're going to talk about somewhat around that today. We're going to talk about how we don't, how we need to put our faith in God, not really be merely humans, um, not be, you know, so worldly and, you know, because in the end, we, we know that all of our worldly possessions are going to be gone. So we're just going to basically talk today about the power of God, how great God really is. So let's go ahead and get our daily devotional. This is coming from the book Wisdom from Above, and it's a 365-day devotional from the book of Proverbs. It is by the author Brian Simmons. You can find it on Amazon. And it is only like $10. It's a nice, like, compact size in your hand, which is fantastic. And we're going to get today's devotional for March 3rd, which is titled New Mercies. Let's read Proverbs 6, verse 22. Their wisdom will guide you wherever you go and keep you from bringing harm to yourself. Their instruction will whisper to you at every sunrise and direct you through a brand new day. That's what says that is what is said in Proverbs 6, verse 22. So wisdom never leaves us. So let's not abandon her. May we lean into the very present help that she offers. As we look to her in every question, every trial, and every intersection of our day, we find her guidance. We know the wisdom of God because it pierces our hearts and expands our spirits whenever we hear it. We learn to decipher wisdom within our own beings, and we allow her perspective to shift our own. Every morning dawns with fresh mercy and countless opportunities to receive greater grace. There is no lack of help in God's spirit. There is not a problem we face that cannot be solved in the wisdom of Christ. Let's let go of the need to control outcomes and instead lean on the exceedingly loyalty of God's mercy to refresh, renew, and redeem. We can trust him with every part of our lives. Let's pray. Wise one, thank you for a new day to depend on your grace. Whatever comes, wherever we go, and whomever we meet along the way. 
we ask that you keep us in line with your wisdom. Guide and direct us. Whisper to us throughout our day. Humble us gently and call us to repentance when we are jealous, quarrelsome, cliquish, or petty. We know that you see us as your beloved child, so we ask for the help of the Holy Spirit for us to be who you have made us to be. In Jesus' name, all of God's children said, Amen. So, good morning. Go ahead, rise up to your feet this morning if you're able, if you feel inclined, and let's go ahead and worship the Lord. The lyrics are on your screen. First up is Know You Will by Hillsong United. When the road runs dead, you can see a way I don't. And it makes no sense, but you say that's what faith is for. When I see a flood, you see a promise. When I see a grave, you see a door. And when I'm at my end, you see where the future starts. I don't know how you make your way.
Yes, God is so good. God is so good. I will get to that testimony not very long from now. But go ahead and raise your voices today. This is Amazing Grace by Phil Wickham. Come on, raise your voices this morning. Sing along. The lyrics are on your screen.
Hello, everyone. Pastor Austin here, interrupting our church service for just a minute to explain to you how you can give your tithe and your offering. There's a few different ways that you can give. You can find all of the information on how to give in the, in the description box of both our podcast episodes and our YouTube uh, videos. It is linked down below with the uh, area how to give. First of all, you can give online by going to our website, which is https colon slash slash austinluxurylife12.wixsite.com slash brighter side church not dot slash. Go ahead and load that in. That will load up our website, which is found right here. You can log in. Firstly, if you want to join in for our forms, we have many different forms available for you to join in on. Our general discussion, prayer requests, questions and answers, cooking and baking recipes, and motivational prayers and quotes. On our home screen is where you can find all of the information for quick access to your uh, giving and tithe and offerings. You can find our worship now, visit our podcast, and then here, tithe and offering for phone and text. You can text or call that phone number 814-429-3790. You can leave a voicemail with your phone, uh, I'm sorry, with your debit or credit card number um, or your a picture of your check, front and back, filled in, written out to me, Austin Bender. Make sure it's written out to Austin Bender. And I can deposit that into our Brighter Side Church management account. You can also just leave your debit or credit card number. Um, and with the amount of how much you want to give, you can leave that in our voicemail box. If I'm able to uh, answer the phone, you can give me that information on the phone. Or you can text to me all texts. Um, Emails, for example, right here, PastorAustinBSC at gmail.com. All emails, all texts, all voicemails, all phones, calls, everything is confidential. Nothing can be repeated elsewhere or shared anywhere else. It is safe, secure, and protected under federal law. You can also do Venmo. You can Venmo me personally at my Venmo, Abender6. And you can also email me at PastorAustinBSC at gmail.com or Cash App Me, which actually needs to be updated. It's no longer Auslin7. Um, I'm going to quickly update that. But the next time that you'll go over here, it will be updated. But my Cash App tag is going to be, let me find it here one quick second. My cash app tag will be abender211, abender211. That is how you can give your tithe and your offering here at Brighter Side Church. Again, if you're running out of check, make sure you just write out for Austin Bender and then just write out gift in the memo slot. That is the ways that you can give for your tithe and your off. Remember, they are non-tax deductible. We believe that you should not be taking these off your taxes, so we do not offer a uh, tax deductible option for tithe and offerings. Let's go ahead and get back to today's worship session. Good morning, church congregation. Happy Sunday again. Let's go ahead and begin today's church service. I want to start off with a testimony that was that I listened to on a video from Christy Eldredge. She is on, hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She is on YouTube and she also has a TikTok. Um... I'm pretty sure her name is, is pronounced Christy Eldredge, but she is on there on YouTube. And I found this video after a lot of financial problems were in within my family, and I found her video. 
She had a nine minute and one second video and it was titled, You Are Waiting on Money to Come In. It's coming. Hashtag daily bread. Hashtag prophetic. And she said that she was talking about her own testimony and she was saying, you know, her testimony was that she wanted to go to ministry school, but she needed, I believe it was twenty six or $2,700 to go to ministry school. And she could have gotten the money, but it would have took her a long time to save up or to, you know, build up the money, you know, budget and save up for her ministry fund. And she said all of a sudden she started hearing a voice in her head, which was God. And God was telling her that her father was going to pay for her ministry fund. Her, not her heavenly father, her earthly father. And she said, I thought that was awful weird because my father's dead. He's no longer here on earth. He's dead. So... She said, I went out to my mailbox a while later, and she said, and I got in my mailbox. She said, and there was a a letter in there from the state that there was, um, that there was, that my father had had property that had not been inherited by anyone, basically, in the amount of the exact amount that I needed for my ministry fund. To go to ministry school. 26 or $2,700. I forget what she said. That was God. That gave me chills when she said that was her testimony. Before the video could end, she said that, you know, that, you know, she said, you're suffering with money. This is important for you. It's a car payment. It's a mortgage. Everything that she said throughout her prophetic video was exactly the truth of my family. Because times are tough, I believe, for a lot of people. Times are tough for me right now. Times are tough for a lot of families. Times are tough for our family. And there is some people who, you know, are okay. But God gives us everything that we have. And, you know, she said that, you know, your money, your financial blessing is coming in the mailbox. It's coming. And I'm thinking then, well, we don't even get our money in the mailbox. And she said, I'm pretty sure she said a check. And I w- I'm thinking, huh, we don't even get our our money in the in the mailbox. We get, you know... Paycheck is direct deposited, um, both checks, weekly check and monthly check. That's the only check we get. It's it's direct deposited. Um, there is no, you know, check. So I went ahead and I left a comment here four days ago. Thank you for releasing God's word. Amen. Have a great day. I know God is not done yet. He is working. I got to go ahead and edit my comment. And I have to add my own testimony. And here's my testimony. I went on about this, just trusting that God has his plan. And yesterday, Saturday, I looked online and I'm, we're signed up for informed delivery with the United States Postal Service. You can sign up and they can either 
I think use a phone number or send you a PIN number or something to verify who you are or something. But there was a letter that came, and it was from a class action settlement. And I went out to the mailbox, and I saw that it was in there after I looked up, I looked at it online, pulled it out of the mailbox, and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to open this. I believe it. Like, I felt that it was a blessing from God. In my, in the, like, in my doubting mind, the devil wants, you know, me to think that it's going to be worthless. Like, before, I mean, I would open up these checks, and they'd be like, oh, you got $8. You got eleven twenty-five. you know? They'd be something so stupid and small. So I open up this check, and it's in it's it's an amount for two hundred seventy three dollars. Now we didn't like you know we didn't really have a specific amount of money that we really needed. We just needed some help, and this is amazing. It's exactly in the right amount that feels like fits. It's in the amount that it felt like God would give to us. Not too much, but not something little. You know, just like the amount that God would think is right. And I was just totally stoned. Stunned. Not stoned. (laughs) Stunned um, over this whole thing. I was, you know, very stunned at the fact that, you know, this was in there. After I had watched her video and, you know, she released God's word. God was speaking through her that, you know, our financial blessing is on the way. It will be coming in the mailbox. And I'm thinking, we don't even get money in the mailbox. So today we're going to talk about, you know, how exactly God knows exactly what he's doing. There's a song that I like, and it's it's called Just That. He Knows What He's Doing. By, uh, I believe Jason Crabb is the person who sings it. Um, one of the Crabb family members, I'm pretty sure it's Jason Crabb who sings that song. I'll look it up. Yeah, by Jason Crabb. It's called He Knows What He Is Doing what he's doing so you know god knows exactly what he's doing at the right time and when it's when he will make it happen it's the right time you know and i want to talk mainly about the fact that sometimes god lets us go through a little bit of suffering to kind of teach us and also make our faith stronger and at times also to make us do different things that will then help us out later. You know, it's like, for, for an example, I'm trying to think of a good example that I can provide here. I got one, and I bet it's relatable for a lot of you. Um... So, when you have financial difficulty, for example, let's say you're, you know, you're trying to budget money for your entire family, okay, right? 
And it feels like, like it was just feeling to me. And I had this idea in the back of my head, you know, you know, but, uh, that, you know, you're trying to budget money for yourself, your family, whatever. There's just not enough money. Right. And in my mind, I believe that in some households, in some, with some people, with some families, God will indeed, you know, um, allow the devil to not let you persevere or not let you receive, you know, extra financial income or have extra money because God wants you to put all faith in him firstly, but secondly, the big one here is to help you learn how to budget money, how to organize money. Since you have less, it's a lot it's a lot harder to be able to budget and organize and conserve money. I mean, you you maybe you only make $450 a week. And you have to figure out how that's going to be enough because you need $100 in for groceries. And let's say you got a newborn baby. You need $50 for your baby this week. And, you know, you just don't know where this money is coming from because you have, like, it's so difficult. But God is doing that. He gives you just barely enough to be able to survive or be able to pay your bills. But this is also a big lesson that, you know, that is being taught to your to you, to yourself on how to budget money, on how to, you know, conserve money. And I will say that if it wasn't for our financial difficulty and we always had extra money left over, that would have affected how I thought about, you know, bills in the future. I wouldn't know how to really sit down and conserve money and pull back money. And that's a very true statement. I know a person who who has been married to her husband for years. And, um, you know, she has became very possessed through... Um, gambling through bingo and for years she was spending her husband's money at bingo and she costed him over like seventy, eighty thousand dollars in federal IRS debt from not paying taxes and a hundred thousand in state tax debt. Maybe even more. I'm not really a hundred percent sure of the exact dollars, but it was a lot of money. And on top of that, racked up credit cards let them go into collections, destroyed his credit, lost home, destroyed her own credit too. Um, lost homes always had to move because they couldn't pay rent or they couldn't pay mortgage, 
got a f got a few homes foreclosed on. And she she did this for years. She always had the money to do what she wanted to do. The problem was it was always about bingo. It was always about her gambling addiction. So for years, you know, she'd let a car, let two car payments go to go to bingo, let this go, let that go, just to get money to go gamble. It has become a, such a strong addiction over her. And now she's left with only her own income to do this with. And this woman continues to do that. But what's my point here is that for years, there's always been tons of money available for her. It's never been rough. Now, as far as I'm concerned, this was an addiction. This is something that I believe no matter what is done about it, like in this situation, you know, even if, if there was less money coming in, I don't believe this would have changed any because in my opinion, then it, it would have just continued. More bills would have just been a let go. But for a lot of people, it's a big thing. And the thing is, God lets this happen, not really lets it, lets it happen to people, you know, lets their money go down so they learn how to budget their money or lets other things happen so they learn how to be better at it. We all know the quote, you have to make mistakes to learn. There has to be something pretty much bad to happen for you to sometimes wake up and smell the coffee and get working on, you know, doing a better job in whatever you're doing. And God and God lets that happen so you can learn and be a better version of yourself and do whatever you're doing better, whether it's managing money, budgeting money. Whether it's doing houses, you know, you're building houses. Maybe, you know, there will be a house that will collapse before anyone moves into it. And that will be a wake-up call for you to understand that, you know, you need to pay more attention to the way you're building these houses. You're not doing a good job at all. You need to wake up and understand that you need to be paying more attention, making sure you're putting a lot more effort and make sure that you're doing these um, doing whatever you're doing, make sure that you're actually doing it properly. But the grace of God comes in. He always makes sure that we have enough. I mean, I want you to think back to a lot of times that, you know, you've had different difficulties. Your lights have stayed on, haven't they? You have enough food to eat. Your stomach is just just about satisfied. 
It may not be steak. It may not be cabanara. It may not be filet mignon. It may not be amazing Italian. It may not be olive garden. It may not be Applebee's. It may not be Longhorn Steakhouse. It may not be Texas Roadhouse. It may not be, you know, the top of the line best food. But you have what you need to eat. You're not starving. That's a blessing. When was the last time that your water was turned off? Was there a way to prevent it if it was turned off? Or how many of you can, you know, just say, well, no, my water has never been turned off. That was God taking care of you in every single situation. Even though you live paycheck to paycheck, even though 70% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, I'd say those who believe in God, those who have faith in God, those who are saved, who put God first in their lives, they will never experience a day where their water is turned off. They will never experience a day where their lights are turned off. They will never experience a day where they run out of gas. They can't afford to purchase gas for their gas stove or gas heat or whatever they use gas for. They will never experience a day where they have no money at all to put in their gas tank in their car. They will never experience a day where they have to starve. They will never experience a day where they get evicted from their house. They will never experience a day where any of their essentials get turned off. You may get behind on a car payment. You may get behind on, your, on any of your bills. You may experience difficulty paying your bills. You may run short with money you have to go to the store. You may run short on money that you have to put in your gas tank. But let me tell you, if you have faith in God, you will never run fully dry out of money to put some gas in your car. You will have at least $10 that you can go put just enough gas in your car to just enough, just enough, just enough. Do you hear that? Just enough. God makes sure that you have just enough. And that's always a blessing on its own. And I agree a lot of people, I am the same way. You know, I it gets really tiring when you have to live like that 24-7. It feels like God is just, you know, not giving you a little bit extra. Just so you can save a little bit extra or you can put a little bit extra back for an extra bill or, or any, a little emergency. But the just enough is a blessing alone. We have just enough money to pay our bills, just enough money for the right amount of gas in our car for this week, just enough money to go to the grocery store and get enough groceries for this week. We have just enough money to pay our light bill, just enough money to pay our water bill, just enough money for this, just enough money for that, just enough. And enough is enough. There's that funny man thing where someone asks a man how much he makes and he says, I make enough. He makes enough to live. He makes enough to keep his wife. He makes enough to keep his children, keep himself. Enough is enough.
God provides enough, and enough is enough for all those people who have enough. And it's all thanks to God. God provides just enough to keep you enough, to give you enough. Just enough. And there's a lot of people right now who are worrying about, you know, their bills, worrying about their things, worrying about their time, worrying about anything they want to worry about. But let me tell you, God has a plan. And God will give you just enough money, just enough time, just enough anything for whatever you're asking for. Whatever you're asking for. All you have to do is ask God. Have faith in God that he will give it to you. And he will. And I did that. For two things just this week and God has came through for me. I prayed about it and I had faith that God was going to help us with our financial situation. And guess what? He did. I prayed and I had faith and I said that, you know, I am going to get better. I am going to feel better. And, you know, I'm pretty crazy with stuff and, you know, with having to know. I'm very much a planned person. I can barely work on faith. And I just put in, like, different days and I asked God to give me an answer on what day I was going to feel better from my sickness on a little, like, wheel online. Now, it's not like a, a spiritual weirdo type of thing. It's just a regular, like, spinner board. A lot of teachers use it for, you know, to pick, like, a color, like, a random color. Like, for, like, okay, let's go ahead and do a random color or a random, you know, whatever. Like, okay, are we going to do... um indoor recess, outdoor recess, or are we going to do, you know, okay, let's, okay, are we going to do for outdoor, re- you know, like, you know what I mean? They have many options and they just put it on a spinner wheel and they spin the wheel around for like a fun type of like way to just to pick a random thing. But I use that spinner wheel and I ask God to come through the spinner wheel. I don't want the spinner wheel to give me a random answer. I want God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give me the answer of when am I going to feel better. And the wheel landed on Sunday. And even myself, uh, once again, it's not a 100% real answer. So I still had a little bit of, you know, discouragement and unfaithfulness to that answer to that question. So... I sat there and I, I'm telling myself, you know, oh, if it's Sunday, that'll be so amazing. I can feel better Sunday. That'll be so great. God, please help me. Let this sickness go away. And guess what? God truly must have came through, through that wheel and answered that question that it was going to get better on Sunday. Because today's Sunday. And I don't hardly have any symptoms of my, of my flu or whatever I had. I have hardly any headache, only whenever I move my head real quick. I don't hardly have any neck pain anymore from when I woke up this morning. 
God works miracles. All it takes is for one person to ask and try their absolute best to have faith in God and it will work. Even if you're an, a naturally unbelieving, not really unbelieving, but like you have a lot of trouble believing in having faith because you can't see it and that's the way I am because I am just a very, you know, anxious person. I have a lot of anxiety. I have trouble having faith in anyone. I'm a person, I don't believe it till I see it. But one thing that I can believe is that there is a real God, that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. That I don't question at all. I have trouble with prayers and knowing that God is going to come through. But you have to ask yourself, how many prayers have you made to God that he has not answered? And I can say I've asked God for probably well over 5,000, maybe even 10,000 prayers since I became a Christian. And he has answered every single one of my prayers. And some have been absolutely almost impossible. They have been impossible to man. It's only something that God can do. God make, made sure that I was on the right path for graduation. God made sure for the little things like getting my checking account and savings account open. God was there to make sure that I got my license. God was there to make sure that I got the new item that I wanted. God was there for the bigger things that I'm not going to say here. God was there for everything that I prayed about. God always came through and answered. The only one that was not answered and it was answered, it just wasn't answered in my liking. And that was because God had his own reasoning. And I can see that now. God knows what's best. So never doubt God. Always have faith in God. Always know that God is going to come through for every single situation in your life. And all you have to do is ask and believe it. That's all you have to do is ask and believe it. Ask and believe it. I want you all to put that in the back of your mind that all you have to do is ask and believe it. Remember those three words, ask and believe, ask and believe it, ask and believe. Because that is all you have to do and God will answer any, any of your prayers, all of your prayers. Well, everyone, I think that sums up our church service for today, for Sunday, March 3rd. Again, welcome into March. We can get excited for these more spring months. 
I hope you enjoyed the background of today's video today, which was a full background of California. I figured it's kind of like a, very much like a spring, maybe even a summer feel um, throughout this because California is just unique. It has so many different things. We have some snowy mountains, but beaches, but yet giant redwoods. California is a beautiful state. I want to thank you for tuning in to Brighter Sight Church. I hope all of you have a wonderful rest of your Sunday, a wonderful week here ahead, and I will see you back here next week. May God bless you, may God keep you, and may he make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you back here next Sunday for our Sunday church service. Have a great week.